Welcome to In The Zone, your mental strength and endurance sports podcast with myself, Thierry, and Micah from Youthrive. Hi. So, Micah, where have we been? It's been a while. How's it going? Yeah, very well. I mean, thank you. Uh, it, it has been a while, unfortunately. I've been super, super busy and you as well, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, um, sorry, guys, for um, the, especially our biggest fans not being there for a while. Uh, but we're back and I'm really happy to be here. So uh, we're going to talk about interesting stuff about our races. Going to share a little bit of our experience of last summer. And um, it's going to be awesome. And I'm really looking forward to uh, the next uh, few podcasts we're going to record for you. Yeah, we've got quite a few topics. So we haven't not done nothing. We've been quite busy, as you said. We have prepared a lot. We have a long list of things we want to talk about. Um, if you guys have any suggestions of uh, things that you want to listen to, um, that we're more than happy to cover them or we do our best and try and cover them. So... Today, like you mentioned, we are going to talk about um, our key races for this summer. Um, it's the time of the year where, with my athletes, I'm doing a season review. So I asked them to fill out a, a, um, a little formula um, uh, questionnaire, if you want, with different questions of how their season went, what did they learn, what did they do well, what they didn't do well, uh, what were the key races, what have they, you know, have they reached their goals, etc. But also to look back on how we can improve for the following year uh, and what the goals are. So we're going to start with you in kind of a part one of this um, podcast. We're going to try to shorten them. We're going to have part one with you, Micah, um, telling us about your race. And in part two, you'll be interviewing me about my race or races of this year. How's that sound? Yeah, that's awesome. I I never, I mean, I I of course I do uh, reflect on my races and on what I do during the the the, the year, but I never uh, actually sit down with someone to go through that process. So I absolutely do it myself because it's really best practice and it's very important to learn from from the past season and to prepare your next season. But it's really cool that I can do it with you, Terry. Yeah, it's actually something I've been doing for a long, long time since I've been racing. I, I keep a spreadsheet of all my results, uh, very detailed, you know, the time transition one, runs, bike, everything, you know, age group position versus the total of age group, everything. And I always leave a little comment, um, just a, a few phrases, a few sentences, sorry, um, to say, okay, how did it well in general? Because if you don't write it down, you'll forget it. And quite often when you have a good race or a bad race, if you just quickly look back at, oh, how, what did I do well? You know, what did I eat the day before? What did it, you will remember a lot more things by just writing it down. So um, here we are. Now it's going to be on audio format. So it'll be there forever because it'll be on the internet. That's all we ski. Anyway, um, so your race. Tell us about your race. What was it? Where was it? What was the format? And uh, tell us about it. So it was in Geneva. It was the half distance Ironman, uh, half distance Ironman uh, of Geneva. So um, it was in July. Um, yeah, and it was a very, very nice experience. It was my first half, half, half distance. And I wanted to do that already for years. I was already ready to do that uh, a few years ago, but obviously COVID came and also I got injured. I have uh, for a long time uh, problems with my food. I would say, uh, 
Um, for 10 years, I have a facet plantaire, so it's a, an injury underneath the, the foot and um, in the in the hill. So it's also called hill spore. And on top of that, I broke my leg a few years ago while doing ski rando. Um, so ski mountaineering. Um, so altogether, I was a little, I wasn't, wasn't in the best place, um, but I was really happy to do uh, last summer. And finally, I, I managed to, yeah, to prepare and to, uh, to do the race. So I was super happy. So you've obviously done a lot of races throughout your, you know, the last few years throughout your career um, as an, an amateur sports, sportswoman. But um, now you, you're approaching this race completely differently because of these injuries. Yes. Were you, were you scared to come back and race? Absolutely. I was super scared, super scared. Um, I've been doing always um, the uh, Olympic distance, which is a very explosive uh, distance. So obviously, if you do not uh, pace yourself during the training, which I have a hard time doing, uh, you can easily injure yourself. And that's also basically the reason why I got injured, I would say, already 10 years ago. So this time I wanted to approach it completely different. Of course, the distance is also different. So the paces are different. The kind of training is different. But uh, I was super scared and I absolutely wanted to do it well without any injury. But there's always this this voice in the head that uh, that tells you that uh, you have to be careful and you have to uh, pace yourself. And uh, when you do that, then you start to doubt because you ask yourself, am I doing enough to uh, have a good race? So it's 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 not easy to um, to prepare a race while having a history of injury. Yes, because yeah. because when was your last race before that? Before that was P. What was um, I think. Uh, in 2018. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Four years so ago. So got my got my yeah. uh, got my leg. It was just before I broke my leg. So it was. Uh, I'm I'm always very bad at uh, at timelines, but um, it was uh, just before I broke my leg. So yeah, it it yeah. must be it must have been a few years ago. Yes. And so you, you say you joined, you did the, the half Ironman, the distance. So let's remind people that's a 1.9 kilometer swim, a 90 yes. kilometer bike. Although I think yes. in Geneva, it's a bit, is it 80 or 90? No, no, it was 90. It, it was, was 90. Okay. Because there was one yeah. year they did yes. shorter. So it was yes. 90 kilometer bike. Yes, but it was and, a little bit more even. And the yeah. uh, 21.1, uh, so yes. the half marathon run Running. at the end. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and um, you chose that distance because for the challenge or you said before because you knew that the training would be slower compared to a, an olympic is that yes. the, is that part of the reason as well exactly that was part of the reason so it wouldn't be as explosive as an olympic yeah, okay. distance and so it would probably suit my body where my body is at, at this moment better and I would also uh, like to do um, uh, an Ironman uh, at one point so I want to build up to uh, to an Ironman yeah yeah so, well, tell us about the preparation, basically. Well, the preparation had been done uh, by uh, by a trainer, uh, a coach who uh, who has uh, uh, who I have known for already, already for for a while, and uh, he um, he just um, delivered me every week program. It was uh, especially for the running at very very low pace, so it uh, it was very tough because it means a lot of patience. Uh, because there is a huge difference uh, between running uh, at six uh, six minutes twenty 
and five minutes, obviously. So mm-hmm. in this pace, I wasn't used that at all. Yeah. So it was a patience game rather than uh, anything else. Yeah. But that's and, so. Yeah. For the other disciplines, I mean, just maybe one discipline after the next. Yeah. Well, so the running was um, um, low volume and low pace. Yeah. Um, then um, quite some ganache, so some strengthening, so body weight exercises, core exercises, and then for the swimming. Well, there I've never had the hard time swimming, so I just kept on uh, doing what I've always been doing and worked uh, worked up uh, the rhythm a little bit uh, over time, so I worked up the volume, um, but I didn't do a lot of swimming, even in my Olympic distance time, I did sometimes three, four kilometers, and here I didn't do much more than two kilometers, I did a little bit of uh, of um intervals but that that was it and then for the cycling i did i just did uh weekend cycling uh and um around 60 to 100k per 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 weekend and then throughout the week a little i lit i added a little bit more sometimes 30 sometimes 40k in the morning just a short quick ride easy so the, 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 the both swimming and cycling was absolutely was just fine. I just continued to do what I what I already do for for a few years, and only the running was uh, more structured, but at a very low pace and low volume. Yeah, so, but over so overall was fairly low volume. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the whole idea to just yeah. come back, get back into shape. Well, I'm always in shape, but get back into race race mode or race routine or preparation routine for a race. Uh, without overdoing it and yeah. then also given the fact I'm super busy with my work uh, sometimes traveling so it uh, was uh, it was also the, the question I asked um, uh, to do low volume uh, high efficiency and um, get back into a routine yeah because what was what was the goal for you just to complete it or you had a time in mind Completed? different things or no yeah. no time I wanted to do it I mean Four, four years ago, I wanted to do under five hours, but that was obviously not uh, possible for now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just said, look, I want to just finish it and enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, not be scared uh, uh, about enjoying myself and um, just enjoy it and just find back my my form and my confidence. Yeah. No, it's good. And um, so coming up, coming up to the to race week, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting a little bit more nervous, I guess. Yes. Um, did you have any sort of injury issues during that preparation, or a bit of some scares, or whatever, or you were kind of totally free and it was out of your mind, or you it was kind of, I guess, no, it's always it was, a little bit about the back of your mind. Yeah, it was all the time there, and uh, obviously sometimes I wake up and I feel my food. I feel my heel, uh, and then uh, I just uh, try to keep uh, very uh, my my routines very strict. Do the stretching, do the black black roll, do the icing uh, when I've done um, a a training, and then also encourage myself. Tell myself, look, uh, you're doing the right thing. Uh, it's just trust the process, really, because that's also what I tell my clients. You have to trust the process, yeah. and it's absolutely. The only way to to make things happen. So I told myself, you have to trust the process. You're doing exactly. You're do, you're not doing more. You're not doing less because that's also the big pitfall 
to start doubting the process and then overcompensating with doing a little bit more volume, doing a little bit more faster training, uh, just doing one or two laps more. But I just um, really, really kept the program as it was. And then I keep, kept on encouraging myself, telling, okay, you have to trust the process. You're doing exactly the right thing. So the, the outcome should be, should be okay. Yeah. yeah. And if you feel some pain, that's also fine because the body it has its own life and has its own rights to feel numb sometimes. And it doesn't mean that you're being injured. It just means that you're training hard and that you're doing the right thing. So that's yeah. what's my speech to myself. No, absolutely. And that's kind of, so we, we touched a bit on the planning pre-race, you know, the preparation. We, we talked about planning in a previous episode, actually, but tell us about the planning you had for the race, you know, you know, maybe step-by-step step on the swim, on the bike, on the run. Did you, what were your, that's part of that, you sort of, the, the mental strategy, I guess, but yeah. also the planning of how you want to deliver that race. You know, maybe you had an A goal, B goal, yes. different yes. things like that. Yeah, I got different scenarios. So I know I'm a pretty strong swimmer. So I wanted to definitely run into the water as as fast as possible. I was also not afraid of uh, getting a little bit short of, of breath uh, because I know I can recover quite quickly. Though I don't panic in the water. So I, I, I knew I wanted to go really in front as much as possible to free myself and to uh, just get a good pace and then follow someone who had uh, the, the same pace. Then on the bike, I also know I can really pace myself. So I decided to um, go and have uh, like um, a certain speed. I was thinking around, uh, well, between 30 and 35 kilometers per hour um, uh, and then having, having a steady pace. I knew also that it was quite hilly. So at some points I knew that I could accelerate because it was going downhill. And at some points I also knew that it was pretty up uphill. So I needed to pace myself. And also because the Geneva, um, uh, the, the Geneva um, half, half Ironman um, route is pretty boring yeah. <laughs> in terms of, uh, I a think lot you have of, lot of four laps on. or five laps. Mm -hmm. So it's five times the same hill and it's pretty steep. Uh, so I knew that I should absolutely be intelligent about how to approach those hills. Yeah. Uh, so I got a plan also um, for that. And then for the running, I knew I, I just had to pace myself. So I knew that I would start at 6, 6.20 and then maybe see halfway where I was at. And if I could go a little bit faster or I would just keep that pace. Yeah. On the bike, did you use a power meter? No, or not okay. No. So you're just going no. through speed and feel when you go up. Speed okay. and feel, yes. Yeah. yes, yeah. Because that's one thing which makes it a bit easier when you have a power meter, because you are very conscious about yes. the actual effort that you're going at yes. when you go uphill. Yes. Um, because obviously, you know, a lot of people basically ruin their races because they just go way too hard. And yeah. Create the the spikes that you have basically in a nine in a in a half or a nine man um, just really kills you for the run yes. afterwards. Yeah. I'm aware of that, but I train it. I train yeah. it. I have a few uh, favorite hills in my uh, in my um, around my house where I I know this is my race pace. This is not my race pace. This is I'm going to. Sometimes I tell myself, okay, now I'm going to push and I'm going to, into the red. But that's definitely not a zone I would use during during this this race. Yeah. So I have a, I have a few let's say hills where I really. Um, 
uh, test that that pace and I know where I am at but obviously it's not as precise as a watt watt meter yeah no it's fine I mean not everybody has that uh, but it's good that you know then then you have to really train that awareness that self-awareness and that discipline as well to not be caught by the emotions the event and just go oh I feel great no because obviously we all feel great (laughs) at the beginning no no I don't do that (laughs) and so what are your what do you have any routines in terms of nutrition perhaps um that you have you know the day before the morning of um what was the tell us a bit you know how the basically how the race unfolded from let's say starting the day before with your dinner what do you have pre-dinner do you know Yes. So, um, first of all, I do the carbo loader to do, uh, uh, so a few, few days before I start to drink, uh, the, um, carbohydrates, um, you, you know, the carbo loader energy drink or energy drink to, 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 you know, to accumulate the carbohydrates. Um, that's the first thing I always do that. So I start that uh, three days before, um, and then you have to drink uh, twice per day, 500 milliliter with uh, with a powder. Um, then I, uh, the day before, I do not eat any green vegetables or salad. I only eat plain uh, pasta or rice with some cheese because otherwise I get diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> it's the I fibers, get... basically. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's fibers, and we don't need that. I mean, it's not that without that we that we lose uh, any uh, form uh, with one day without vitamins or without taking care of ourselves by fruit yeah. or vegetables. So it's, it's something really helps me uh, to, um, to feel better. Um, I don't eat too late. So I eat quite early, let's say at five o'clock. And then in the morning, I wake up really early to have like a good breakfast, but a good breakfast is like white bread, with uh, some jam or some some sweet stuff. I also take bananas with me for just two hours before, then one hour before, and then thirty minutes before. Yeah. And then I also promised myself I had uh, made a whole um, schedule of uh, the nutrition during the race, and I put everything on my bike. So I wanted to eat uh, every thirty minutes something on the bike, and drink also every. 30 minutes something I mm-hmm. also had practiced that and I prepared that uh and I I cut it I put it on my bike with uh with uh, on, the like bar. A, yeah. on the bar yeah exactly Top two. so I had this schedule and even though I slowly started to feel a little bit less good <laughs> yeah because you're in a you're in a position where the stomach and I have a very sensitive stomach um where the stomach just doesn't want to eat anymore but i really force myself even if it's just a little bit and um to to eat and i also take only what i really like so i would really tell people would if if that is like a piece of a croissant take a piece of a croissant with you yeah so yeah yeah and 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 test it so I, I have the, some kind of cookies, which I really like. And um, I take some chocolate. Um, I really eat every 30 minutes and I drink every 30 minutes. I also had two salt pills because it happened to be 40 plus degrees. It was hot, yeah. Super, super hot. And I um, took one at the end of the bike ride. And I took one halfway of the, of, of the run. So mm-hmm. I also had prepared that. Yeah, no, it's good. No, it's, it seems like you had a very, very planned yes, race. You have to. So that's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yes. you'd be surprised, actually. Uh, 
<laughs> even you know even sometimes when you know how to do the things and you coach people you sometimes don't even have yourself the best preparation so it is uh yeah. it's good but uh so tell us about the race how it went the swim swim went pretty well um pretty well uh there was uh, like a uh, what is it an australian um, exit yeah exit which means uh, that you have to run out of the water and then dive into the water again which made me a little bit nervous because uh we had to uh, walk through the mole sands uh, mm. for let's say uh i think 500 meters or something which was quite oh, a wow. lot um so it's like oh and that's really tough on the legs actually so um i um but i visualized that uh, I visualized that uh, many times. Uh, I think at least three days um, before the race, I started visualizing that because before I just uh, went there to observe and to look at the the exit and how the how the beach would look like. Mm-hmm. So I observed that, and that really helped me because I had a pretty good swim. I don't even remember the times because I'm really bad at that. <laughs> uh, that's also because I'm not focused on the results at all. I really mm-hmm. do do practice what I preach in that sense that I really only look at the process yeah so um I don't remember the swim but I think I was I don't know third out of the water of the women on my age or was that a how how was the was it a wave group so just only the age group women went at the same time okay yeah that's good yeah 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 yes um no 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 sorry it was a wave group but it was a wave group based on an estimate I think Oh, okay. I'm uh, men, men and women in the same. Men and women in the same group, exactly. Oh, wow. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, and then the bike went really well. Uh, I actually had uh, someone in front of me, which I tried to keep uh, keep in my um, yeah in my in my vision. Mm-hmm. And she, I think, she won the race finally. So uh, it was a good pacer. <laughs> yeah. And she was really fast. Um, and I lost her in the in the last round. That was clear. Okay. Uh, yeah, I lost o- her. Only in- on the last round. So it's yeah, only good. in the last round, which was yeah. still okay. But uh, yeah. I also told myself, be careful, because uh, she's really fast and I'm going really well. But that doesn't mean that you can keep this pace all the time. So I kept it for four rounds. And then in the end, I just went a little bit down. I would say that's also learning that next time I might want to keep to lose her a little bit earlier in the process Mm -hmm. um but it's super difficult for me because i'm extremely competitive yeah so (laughs) it's just this uh this this finding this balance between following your one voice being trying to be competitive and following the other voice telling you to pace down and to just keep the keep keep the plan as it as it has been planned um yeah but there's also something about um Obviously, it's a non-drafting race, so that's you, yes, you're course. not allowed. You're not allowed to sit behind someone. Mm-hmm. But I think the rules is about ten meters. If I, if I. Oh, but she was like twenty but, meters. No, but what I'm trying to me. say is that if you have someone who is ten meters in front of you, you still get benefit of some draft. Of course, so you're you're yeah. legally behind someone at ten yeah. meters, but you get the draft. Yeah. And sometimes it really is worth maybe trying to put a tiny bit more effort. To mm-hmm. stick with that person because if you lose completely that person, you get zero draft, yes, and you are really at the back. And that's yes. that's uh, so it's it is a strategy um, in long distance. And mm-hmm. if it was a four or five lap course, how was the bike sort of traffic in a way? Was there a lot of people on course all the time? Because uh, 
Or was yeah, it okay? there were a lot of people, but I was also a bit in the front in my wave. So that was still okay. But mm -hmm. it's true that um, there are quite a lot of people and some people do uh, cannot pace themselves. So they, they try yeah. to catch up with you and then they fall back again and then they try to catch up with you. So that was pretty, 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 uh, sometimes it's, that's pretty challenging. Yeah. Uh, also psychologically, of course, because uh, I don't care what they do, but they they bother you. So it's no, bit... and it's I know how it is. It's frustrating when you have a pack of people, for example, overtaking you. Uh, it's just so frustrating. You you should you should just put it away, but you're like, well, they're they're cheating. I'm not, and I'm gonna have a harder race than them. It's like it's it's. I find yes. it I find it it really bugs me actually when this yes. happens. Yes, difficult. Yeah. But yeah. but sometimes you are in situations where. You can't really almost not draft because it's just so yeah. many people. Yeah. Uh, so you should like step down and just have a little bit of, but, uh, but yeah, here it was it's okay. difficult. It was okay. Yeah. Cause it I was remember really okay because it's it. quite long. So the, the, the pack spreads out pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. And, um, but it was okay. The only thing there was quite some winds also. Mm -hmm. So it was, uh, it was, it was pretty, pretty challenging actually the bike ride. I must say. Yeah. yeah. So you get off the bike. Things yes. are going pretty well. You yes. don't remember your swim time, but you had a good swim. You had a good yes. bike bike ride. The time, I mean, I don't remember. What, what, was were really you good. within your within your target? Women again, yeah. Were you within your timeline or target? Oh or yeah, sort absolutely. Of range of yeah. yes, absolutely. Good. I, 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 yeah, and um, and then uh, the run. So I knew it's going to be tough. That's also what the coach said. He said it's going to be really tough for you because you didn't do any volume. <laughs> yeah. So just make sure you pace yourself and uh, you you you're gonna you're gonna probably gonna suffer yeah but that's that's okay you can do that so and that's also what happens <laughs> yeah i think after 12k because 10k it's easy and then 12 it was okay and then i started counting and then after 15 i was thinking oh gosh okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> this, this is this is not what i was preparing for but it's not that the body cannot do it it's just and it's also not something you will get yourself injured mm -hmm. so it's just not that bad but it's it's just very psychological and it, because it was so hot um it was very 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 tough very tough yeah. Yeah. very i think tough. we forget how hot this summer was. it was horrible yeah, yeah. so but also there i had a very strict plan of drinking i really told myself to 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 stop every um station uh, eight station or... mm -hmm. i couldn't stop because uh, especially at the end when i stopped or or slowing down i got a cramp mm. so i really had to continue running but at least i got i told myself to take two um two two waters one to pour myself mm -hmm. and to get a little bit of fresh fresh water over my head um, and then the other one to drink it or at least sip it and uh, throw it uh, in my in my mouth yeah yeah no when when the weather is so hot like this it's just to be as wet as possible you just have yes. to put water on top of you yes. all the time body temperature is just a huge factor in your performance actually so Absolutely. even on the bike if you can just drench yourself with with water you'll get you'll keep cool as well with the with the movement Yes. So that you start the run in a in a in a in cooler temperature in a way, yeah, and still on the bike to do it. The annoying thing I would say is if it goes in the shoes and then it's like it's really like, 
That's yes. sort of that's <laughs> just that's the, the recipe for blisters. But yes. uh, to keep at least the, the cap wet or you know back of your head or everything anywhere yes. you can. Some people yeah. if when they have ice, it would, it's nice when you can grab some ice in the hand yes. and and just run with that ice. Yes, that's also. Yeah. But you don't have ice. No, we didn't ev- have everywhere. that. And I also changed my 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 um, my running uh, uh, trousers. So mm-hmm. I changed the the okay. the cycling uh, yeah shorts. Uh, I forced myself to do that. It took me a really long time because obviously the transition just takes so much time of uh, of the whole race yeah and i i really trained also the transition especially when i did the olympic distances but this time i forced myself to change the the shorts because otherwise i would get really blisters on my bum yeah yeah and uh, i even got there them with my normal running shorts so mm. yeah so it was so hot it's a fun sport, triathlon. <laughs> fun it really hurt. I couldn't sit for two days because it's just like it's just yeah. burning. <laughs> no, that's great. So and so you cross the finish line. What what is it that you what what's the feeling? What do you feel? I was so happy. I said, you see, you can do this. It's just easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy, but no, I was super happy. I was really, 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 really happy. I was very proud of myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's yes. good. Yeah. Yes. Well, you should you should be proud of yourself. Yeah. It's absolutely. a great it's great achievement. Yes. Yes. And I did really good preparation, also mental preparation. I did visualization. Yeah. I prepared uh, everything. Um, I also did uh, some mantras to con- encourage myself. Uh, I I did a really good race planning. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was ready, and it's not to not be ready for things for surprises because it's just not that i want to control everything because i think that's often a misunderstanding when you prepare so well Mm. that you are not ready to take on surprises but i would say the more you prepare the more surprises you're ready to take on so that's basically because of course there are many surprises during the race i mean yeah 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 you could have a puncture you could lose a bottle you could um i remember i did that race uh 2019 and uh, we used to do this big descent uh, by the UN. Yeah. Um, and it's quite a bumpy area road. And I'd lost my, my nutrition bottle came out. Oh, and blatch. That's just the whole nutrition has gone. Oh. And you're like, great. You know, <laughs> now I'm relying on the drink from the guys I don't know. And that's, yeah. you know, after five kilometers. Yeah. And you have, you know, whatever it was, how many to do. And I think it was a bit less. So I think it was 80 that, back then. Or not, it was 90, actually, it's true. And it's, I had a disaster race at the end. The run was disastrous. Oh. So you have to kind of plan for these things. It's true in yes. a way and a, a, adapt your race. Yes. All, all these things can happen. But it seemed that you had a very strong preparation, very planned, very m- meticulous preparation. And and everything went to plan. So I'm really happy yes. that, I'm really happy to hear that it went, it went well overall. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. And so after that race, it tends to, you, you know, when you finish, when you cross the line, you're kind of like, oh, this is, I had enough. It's good. Feel good. And then the next day, you're like, actually, I'll sign yeah, up for another one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, so what, uh, what have you got for, what, what would be the plan now um, for, for next year, perhaps? So first, um, so the races, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I want to do another half my Ironman. Uh, I'm not sure I'm going to do the one of Geneva because maybe I'm not there because of my work. I need to travel probably in that period. But I might do another one, uh, maybe Rapperswil. 
So it's a little bit earlier in the season. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, want to do either half marathon in Geneva in May or maybe a marathon. Yeah. So Okay. But the marathon will be after the race. <laughs> after the race. No, 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 no. Before. So Before? May, yes. Uh, no, um, in May. No. Sorry. Uh, so the it's either one or the other. Okay. Because you yeah. don't do a marathon and then a month then, later you do in a half oh, Ironman. No, no, no. It's no, a no-go. No. no, exactly. So either it's the half. It's it's the ah, marathon okay. in May, and then I might do a half Ironman in the off season or not off season, end of season. Yeah. Uh, we are also looking at Cascais in Portugal. Yeah, it's October. Um, yeah, uh, or I'll do a half marathon, and then I'll do the Rapperswil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes more sense, huh? And will you put now a few? What what are the things that you think will you take a bit more risks now this time, or will you take a similar approach of a bit more conservative training? Um, how, you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. So th that depends all on the winter. I'm gonna start a strength training program now, once yeah. per week or twice per week, um, um, like real strength training with the weights. Yeah. Um, then I'm going to do uh, like uh, cross country skiing during the winter um, and uh, skating in the Jura. Um, so and then it depends how I come out of that. Mm -hmm. And then we'll we'll define ex the, the exact goals. Yeah. No, I, I, think... I really I always like again, I look at the process. So I have my dreams. I have my objectives. But I look at what. Is it that I do now to get there? And then I evaluate every, I would say, month or three months. So I go and get in, I'm going to go into winter with uh, with some goals mm -hmm. and I see how I get out of that. And then I define my exact goals for the next phase. Yeah. And and why is it that you want to to race again, perhaps another half Ironman? Or why is it that you want to go to the Ironman distance in the future? That's just fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know what? What I what I like about the 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 triathlon, it's again the training. So it's the journey yeah. because it's so, so fun to do different things. And to discover more about yourself and what you're capable of and what you're not capable of. And it's also, um, you know, to be fit and to have, I mean, it's first of all, it's especially in spring, it's all outdoors. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's fantastic to go, go cycling, to go swimming, to go running. So it's just a journey, which is really nice to me. And then I want to always stretch myself. So yeah. there's no limit. So it's just uh, Iron Man, and then yeah, I don't know, maybe something else. It's also to compensate for my old, um, my old um, uh, hobbies, uh, mountaineering, where there was so much endurance and so much um, uh, pushing yourself in your own boundaries. Uh, it's not that I want that back, but I try to compensate or to find something which makes me as good as when i did that mm. yeah no it's cool it's good it's great no well done um for your race and perhaps from your experience that yes. you've had you know coming back from the injury what would be the key takeaway for you to come back from this type of injury to then have a successful race 
what would be the for you the the, the one thing really that made the difference or, you know you well, know, not, not to re not to pr not to repeat old mistakes yeah <laughs> so be honest with yourself like brutally honest with yourself so um and if you're honest with yourself and you know why you got injured then don't do that again and you get often injured because it's your own mistake mm. sorry to say so but it's, true. <laughs> it's because yeah. you do you do too much too yeah. too fast um it's because you do not prepare enough it's because you do not you're not it's a lack of self-awareness it's a lack of awareness um so it's not listening to the body uh you seldom get injured because you it's just happening to you of course yeah. if you are bad having bad luck i'm not talking about that but just normal training you you should not get injured yeah it it does happen but you're you're right yeah. you're right yeah. that if you if you you know you're always going too hard and everything so i guess that's your 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 that was your not to repeat the same mistakes exactly. and, you've, and you've done well so yeah. uh yeah. No, well done. Anything you'd anything you'd like to add for no, otherwise no. we can we'll we'll wrap it up. Yes, we wrap it up. Thanks. Yeah, but so much uh, no, for well for done nice for your question. race. Well yes. done for your race. Thank and you. um that will uh end our part one of this uh comeback episode, our season review. Uh thanks a lot for listening and um see you in part two very shortly. Bye. <laughs>